Hi, it's Andy here, and welcome to Radio Headspace and to Thursday morning. So I wonder where you go to train your mind each day. If you have a meditation practice, if you have some kind of daily ritual you go through, do you go to the same place every day? There's something about building up a sense of familiarity. We might sometimes think that unless we can find the perfect place in the house and unless it's sort of quiet, then we're not going to necessarily achieve the benefits that we'd like to from our meditation. But meditation is not really like that. You know, we can meditate anywhere, but there is something helpful about finding conducive conditions. If you think about it, that's why retreats exist in the world. It's not that we need a retreat necessarily to meditate, but there is something about taking ourselves away from the busyness of lives and actually finding a dedicated space, a truly dedicated space, which is actually set up specifically for meditation. If we take that a step further, there are some types of retreats that, I don't know, I'm familiar with them, but I still find extraordinary. A little while ago, I had the good fortune to go back to one of the monasteries I trained in, one of the Tibetan monasteries, with a couple of good friends of mine. And while we were there, we were chatting with a teacher and he was telling us about his retreat house out the back of where he lives. And it's a very particular type of retreat house, it's called a bardo retreat house. And if you're not familiar with Tibetan Buddhism, Bardo essentially is within the philosophy of Tibetan Buddhism. It's the 49-day period of sort of afterlife, if you like, after we've died, that period of leaving this body and transitioning to another life. Now, you may well not subscribe to the idea of multiple lifetimes, and that's fine. It's not really relevant to this particular story. But there's a retreat born out of this idea. And essentially, it's a 49-day retreat, which in itself, by the way, for I think most of us is, you know, it's a long time, 49 days. You're in there all day, all night. But more than that, it's a very particular environment. It's sort of a room inside a room inside a room. It's pitch dark in there so in the middle is a sort of a very small room then there's a sort of a, a corridor almost like a maze going around the outside of that where you then have another sort of structure and then another corridor going in the opposite direction and then the frame of the house so essentially you know you have to sort of wiggle your way into the center of the house and in the middle of there is just a meditation box and very experienced practitioners like this particular teacher will go into there for 49 days and They'll meditate all day, most of the night. And you might be thinking, well, where do they sleep? Well, they spend their time in the box. They will sleep if they do sleep at all. And they'll sleep sat in lotus position. It's quite an extreme form of meditation. And it's quite an extreme place to go and meditate. And I'm not recommending it. There are very few people, by the way, who've even done this retreat. I could count them on one hand. And even very, very experienced practitioners have said it's incredibly challenging. That After a few days, the mind begins to sort of hallucinate and you start to see things and it's hard to know and you don't know what time of day it is. So very sort of disorientating, but very, very helpful in terms of training stability of mind. But even in our own life, even if we're just showing up for a few minutes a day, five minutes, 10 minutes, however long it might be, just having that dedicated space that feels different to feel special. It doesn't have to look different, but there's just a sense of meaning and purpose to that place. I remember in a flat that I used to live in, it was literally, it was the only place in the room. It was a studio flat. 
where there was a space for another chair. And there was nothing special about it, but that chair stayed there. And that chair had significance. And over time, when I went and sat in that chair, as soon as I sat there, I felt a greater sense of peace that was somehow associated with previous meditations. And I think that's true. I still feel that if I sit on the floor in a particular position, I know that instantly the mind feels ready to go on that journey. So as much as possible, creating space around you, nothing extreme, but just creating a space that feels comfortable, that feels familiar, and that allows you to effortlessly slip in to that meditation or ritual, whatever your daily mind training looks like. I hope you're able to find some of that today. Thanks for listening. I look forward to seeing you back here soon.